Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully, great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by Caroline, not Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. go again. Yep. I'm just saying, go, go saying, again. I'll take it. Can we say anything? Uh, Caroline, not Cal. Yeah, whatever. This episode is sponsored by Caroline, not Calvin Harris. To be more like her, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, become an official sponsor, and grow the show today. Uh, boys, both tell me the truth. Is the internet better or worse or the same? Same. I can't see you. You can't see me. Right. How do we feel if you just wait five minutes? Yeah, it's fine. Where are you going? You do it in your car in Waitrose. Yeah. Give me five minutes. Bye. Who are you? What do you do? We currently don't have a clue, but give us 40 minutes of your time. And we'll get along just fine on the Joe Marler Show. It's the Joe Marler Show. And welcome back to episode three of the Joe and Dan Rugby Show. Welcome. Hello, Dan. Hello, Joe. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, mate. Uh, in fact, you know fucking full well I'm not all right. <laughs> I had to. Le- I had a bit of a mishap with the internet at home, and I'm now sat at uh, So Budgins Twenty Four Hours Costa Garage in Crossing Hand with no legroom, squashed as far as I can because the laptop it squ- squeezing in for my face to be with the it's balancing act. I've got to be very very careful. And uh, anyway, enough about me. How are you, Dan? I'm very well, thank you, Joe. Just make sure while you're there, um, hopefully we can keep this short. I don't want you to get caught with like a parking ticket because my missus went met a friend in Starbucks the other day and basically was there for like 96 minutes and she got like a £100 fine came through the door saying, there's a sign saying you should only stay for 90 minutes. You know, one of those signs like that big and I pay it now, it's only going to be 60 quid. So hopefully you're not, you know, you won't get done. But What sort of friend was she meeting, mate? I don't know. Um, just this guy uh really into flowers apparently is flowers euphemism for vaginas <laughs> <laughs> dan um there seems to be a lot of movement going on in that in that tiger cage of your what do tigers live in if they're not in a cage the jungle okay there seems to be a lot of movement in that uh, tiger jungle uh that you call leicester with players coming and going um what the bloody hell's going on there, mate? I'm pretty sure you lot were very, very close to uh, some infringements regarding the salary cap, and now you're just gone the opposite way. I don't give a flying fuck. We'll sign everyone under the sun. They were historic salary cap issues, uh, ones that the club have um, proven and I think paid a fine for. So we no longer discuss that, Joe. Um, but yeah, no, we had some signings this week. Uh, we've signed, I think, five guys. Um, big names being Sam Watson, that'd be interesting. Jimmy Gopeth, um, Phil fucking a singer. So we've got some big names. <laughs> and, uh, Say again. Say again. Say again. 
if I say it quicker, um, <laughs> it, it, it works. Yeah. So basically, we've got three backs, a loose head, and a back row coming in. So yeah, all good. And so that was mixed in with some re-signing announcements. So and some boys stepping up in the development squad and development squad stepping in the senior squad. So yeah, it's a bit of a busy. I think we've just waited, 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 and just released it all in one day. You're keeping Ashy then? Yeah. You lot seem to have found the magic formula of the guy that's had a thousand clubs. Month by month contract, I think. That's the deal. <laughs> I think that's very, very wise business from uh, Steve. I think he's been brilliant for us. I think he's one of those blokes that, um, you know, he probably has, you know, he's always been a quality international player, say with salaries and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then I think he's probably had the past couple of years, he's realised himself that with going to Quinn's Worcester sale, that, you know, this could be his last real opportunity. And I think he's embraced it with two hands and he's added to the group. And I'm pretty sure most people probably had reservations when he first came because it was the reputation, you know, you know, from England, but you don't, you see it, but you're a winger, so you don't really mix them too much. But, um, and you see the history of what he's had, but he's come in straight away, just got on with work. So, and obviously his try scoring record's phenomenal. So he's been a real asset to have. And I think I'm really happy that he's, He's another bloke that's actually older than me in the squad. So, with him, Gopov coming in, Wigglesworth re-signing. Oh, God, actually, yeah, Gopov. How old is he? 38? 38, 39, eh? Fuck me. Like, do you think you're going to still keep... What are you now, 34, 35? Uh, actually, 35 um, this last week. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Dick Holy Bear. Happy birthday to you. What did you do, Dan? Did you go out? Did you have a meal? Did you get fucking steaming, Billy Beaming? What was crack? Uh, I took the kids to school, came home, cut the grass. Didn't do a lot else. No, actually went out for dinner. Went out for dinner in the evening with the wife and uh, our best mates. So went out. Four of us had a lovely meal. Monday night, though, there's not a lot goes on in There's only like one place open for food in Leicester. So um, we went there. It was very nice, though. And came home and basically, yeah, had to, got, some, got some presents. What food did you have? I want to know the details because we talk about details on this pod and people really, really want to know what you had to eat. Well, this thing, it was called like the Supper Club, I think it was. So basically, you only you go in there, you don't know what's on the menu till you basically turn up. And it's only, I think the starters, there was like tempura prawn. It was like a, a dish, <laughs> some Korean like fried chicken, something else. Yeah, brought it out, put it on the table. And then I think it was like um, Moroccan lamb for Maine. And then panna cotta, but with like yogurt to, as, a finish, as the dessert. But it was all basically you just go in. You can have the vegetarian option, but I didn't. No, have that. You, you, you're you a ham, egg, and chips man. No matter where you go, you go abroad, you go to Spain. You're like, I want, I want some ham, egg, and chips, please. Do you know what I mean? You go to Abu Dhabi, you're like, I want some ham, egg, and chips, please. You go to fucking Amman, I want some ham, egg, and chips, please. I wouldn't go to that cultural. Just Magaluf. Have you ever done what Magaluf? Completed it, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, make sure that's on the recording. Have you ever done a lads holiday? Yeah, I have, yeah. <laughs> it was, we were there for, supposed to be there for like 10 days. And we went out the first night. This is immaculate. I was about 17. Was I 17, 16? It was like when I went to college, so. Did you have air? I did, yeah. Right. Luscious long locks. So how many of you boys went out to Magaluf? Uh, must have been nine of us. So it was three rooms of 
three hotel rooms with three blokes in each room, yeah. And basically, the first night, everyone got that drunk on. It was like blue, you know, it was like vodka Red Bulls. Well, it was like vodka blue cow or something like that. And it was, it sent everyone loopy. Um, half the group basically split in two and started fighting each other. Then after two nights, one of the rooms got kicked out of the hotel and went somewhere else. And it basically fell apart. After three days, it was like, I just want to come home. And it was, yeah, dreadful. I haven't been on one since. I'm just picturing a 17, 18-year-old Coley just like, all I want to do is do it. Big girl, big girl, all I want to do is do it. Boop, 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 boop. I think me, fuck. I knew, I knew I'd hit an age that I was craving something, but I wasn't sure what it was. Was it nicotine? Nope. Was it chocolate? Nope. Was it alcohol? No. I know what it is now. It's a fucking holiday of Dan and Joe me and you, to Malia. How do you feel about that? Yeah, let's do it, Joe, yeah? Let's get back to the rugby. Have you seen all over uh, social media, which you surely would have now that you're on social media, um, this Tig slash Tadger Furlong's pass against Toulouse? What's he doing? Like, he's a front row forward. You're not allowed to do that stuff. (laughs) He's just making us all look bad. Yeah, I knew exactly. I could could hear your voice. When when was the last time you think you can remember where you were in a similar position, where you were stood at 12? Have you ever been there? You obviously have never been there on purpose, but have you ever been there by accident and then actually been thrown the ball? Or have they realised they've seen you early doors because you're not exactly a fucking pack of peanuts, so they've seen you and then just lobbed it, lobbed a miss ball straight over your head? Now, I remember once against, it was Toulon a couple of years ago, and I was at 12, there was no one outside. I think the wing was about 40 metres outside me. And we were on the... I think I was left and the team was on the right. And I'm just at the 10 going, no, no, no. And they passed me the ball. So they'd had to run fucking back towards the... Like, instead of running straight, I think I ran on the angle back towards my forward pack so I could see him. And then I think the bloke tackled me and pulled my shorts down. Um, so I'd spend half the time, one hand on my nuts and the other hand placing the ball back. And afterwards, all I could think about is, oh, my God, this is going to be all over the TV. Thankfully, it wasn't. Why the fuck are Leinster so good? Why are they so good? Because, like, we've had it where we've spoken to the Irish boys when Lanny went from England and then went and got the Leinster gig. And we were like, oh, how are you getting on with Lanny? Blah, blah, blah. And it was they came back with feedback like we'd not heard before having experienced Lanny and worked under him. And we were kind of like, oh, my God, maybe this, um, what's the word I'm using? Chast- chastising? Chastening? Chastity piece? Chastity, chastity Chast- belt? Chastising. That's maybe word. the chastity belt that um, he got after the 2015 World Cup uh, <laughs> hit him hard, where it clearly did hit him hard and hit everyone hard. But uh, he went away, took stock, and then reinvented himself in Leinster because... There is not a single bad thing said about him from anyone in Ireland, to be honest. They fucking absolutely love him. The difference probably with Lanny, without going too in-depth, I think he's just on the field coaching at Leinster and all the sort of DOR stuff is taken. Obviously, he's a massive part of what they do, but the DOR part is Leo Cullen. And Whereas England, obviously, there's so much more to the gig that maybe you can't give 100% coaching because there's so much more going on, especially at that time when England were coming out of a very bad patch. Do you think he will put his hat in the ring for... Uh, what is that saying? Why do people put their hats in the ring if they want something? And by ring, what do they mean? Funny you say that, Joe. Reading about this the other day, actually. It comes from uh, an old boxing 
match where apparently you'd sit outside and if you wanted to fight somebody, you'd throw your hat into the ring. Oh, right. So you, were, you were literally just reading about that the other day, were you? Just came across it. You know, sometimes you go down the Wikipedia rabbit hole. In Japan, back in 2009, I think Lenny was there, actually. We went to one of those sumo stables. In their training, it was obviously one-on-one, and then everyone stood around the circle, and it would be the first one to then slap the guy to challenge. What would be good there is if um, you played horsefly, Whack. Sorry, mate. You had a horse on you. Why don't you Fuck just it flick out. it off? It's a very inside joke, and it's one of the very few times we have seen Joe Launchbury absolutely lose his fucking nut when we'd slap him as hard as we could across his arm where he was wearing a vest. And the back of his arm, it'd be like, right, here it is. And it would be like, Wating! And he'd be like, oh, what was that for? And I'd be like, sorry, mate, so a horsefly. Horsefly? A fucking horsefly? Why didn't you just flick it off rather than slap it? Never, ever, before or since, have I seen a man so fucking angry. So, oh, God, bless your cotton socks, slosh. Right, because the first two shows have got some brilliant reviews, mate, so uh, I think we should read them out again. And because we're incredibly successful... Let's just put in some canned applause too. This is from Ed, who says the Joe and Dan show is perfect Friday morning listening. Okay, so any any other day we're shit, are we? <laughs> Plus, is his name just Ed? Like like McLovin. Next one, we've got Gray Grammy Gray Grammy McFreedies McFedries McFredries. Grammy McFredry says, I'm trying to picture what his voice would be. I reckon he's Scottish with a voice like that. And he he says, uh, Loved the Joe and Dan show. Please make it a weekly one. Five stars. Dutch. Oh, he's Scottish Dutch. Thank you, Graham McFreedies. Yeah, Maggie underscore 59 says, I'm trying my best not to laugh, but fail visibly every time. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Well, I hope she fails happily if she laughs every time. Yeah. Pewee 75 with the underscore after this number, which is unusual, says, loved it. Dot, dot, dot. Again. What? You pair make me laugh. Thank you, Pooey. <laughs> oh, that one got you, did it? Just the classic Pooey. Excellent. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh God! Shall we just do? A, shall we just yeah. fuck off all the rugby um, and just read people's reviews of us reading reviews? Yeah, I think that's never been done before. Let's do that. Last but not least, Chris Saunders. No underscores, no numbers, just straight Chris Saunders. Says, did Dan's mum ask for more? Oh, fuck. Uh, well, well, Chris, you you'd have to ask my dad. <laughs> I will ask her, but, you know, I don't want to... Hey, mum, listen to my pod. Anyway, we'll just... Uh, we'll gloss over. She might, she might do, and now her and my dad might be driving up to Newcastle on Friday because we've got a game Saturday. It's coming up. Did Dan's mum ask for more? Oh, God, why do you say it like that? Why do you say it in that voice? Let's have some ads before this fucking gets out of hand.
That was the ads. I like it. I like it. Here's my uh, favourite section of our podcast, Dan. I need you to read these fucking fixtures out with passion, with pizzazz, with panache, with sagpaneer. I don't know any other purrs words. It's the business end, so I just really want you to bring it to life. Okay. Friday night, Bristol Vert. Bristol Vert. <laughs> Friday night, Bristol Bears. Ah, it's the first fucking one. <laughs> You've just got to read. You've just got to read some words on a fucking piece of paper. Bristol Bears versus Exeter Chiefs. Wasps versus Sail Sharks. That's Friday night. Saturday, we have Bath. Right, this is the giddy-up clearly didn't work because you're just using your same voice to read out these words. And may I add, read out these words poorly. Start again. Right. Friday night, Bristol Bears versus Exeter Chiefs. Wasps versus Sail Sharks. Saturday's fixtures we have Bath versus London Irish. Harlequins versus Gloucester. Looking forward to that one. Newcastle Falcons versus Leicester Tigers. And Saracens versus Northampton. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's quite hard to do this in a car, lads. I'd love to see somebody just uh, thinking, what the fuck is this bloke doing? Like, <laughs> Sorry about that, I dropped the laptop. What about the hum of the car that I've had to turn on because my phone's running out of battery and I'm, I'm tethering my 4G off it to do this fucking podcast? <laughs> no, look, fucking hell. There's a boy racer just gone by like that. Is that like your motor, is it, where you drill holes in your exhaust and it's like... <laughs> Now, let's talk about what I've been wanting to talk about, and that is your presence on social media. The whole point of doing this podcast, this Joe and Dan Rugby show, was because our Lions shows and our summer specials did go particularly well and were very popular. And it was mainly because of you, Coley, because finally the world was getting to see what I got to see at night. I'm not naked, am I? Well... Not yet, but fucking hell, I've got a whole, whole fucking folder that's just drip feeding I've got, out. I've got an OnlyFans page, right? Is that there? Dan, what do you think about how popular you are on social media these days? Really happy about it. A lot of the boys in the change room were asking me today, could uh, could I follow them? And I was like, sorry? Can we name some of these boys? Are they the youngsters? Like, I remember George Martin coming into England camp once saying that he was mates with you. So because he was mates with you, he thought it was okay to talk to me. <laughs> he was exactly the man straight away. He was like, oh, Coley, could you uh, follow me? We're mates. I was like, yeah. Apparently I follow three people, don't I? You, the show, and Lester Tigers. Mate, I do get a lot of messages, random ones as well, of secret photos or videos that like people from fuck knows where that they've had photos with you when did you lose your hair mate when i was maybe 22 23 it was going and then maybe 23 24 so i made the made the plunge you took it off with a plunger (laughs) just that just (laughs) oh there's gone god fuck i'd love to put a plunger on top of your head right now oh my god just Oh, that would be so good. Right, Joe Marler Show, live show that you're coming to because you promised me and we've got no idea what we're going to do. One of the sections is me 
chucking a fucking plunger on the top of your head that's been buffed before it comes down before you come down all right deal cheers i'll think of something else i could do with a plunger to you yeah now now dan now now i think it's by law or something you're not allowed to open other people's post are you like if it's not got your name on like i can't even open daisy's post apparently even you know what i mean don't tell anyone but sometimes i do just because i'm a nosy fucker it's illegal. So in the same way, uh, I'm not going to read your DMs. I want you to read them. So I'll send them across. Great sound effect. Ping, 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 ping. Let me just open ping, them up. Ping, 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 Go. Harry Matthew Roberts says, Is it possible to get a happy birthday message from my uncle Oliver? It's his 50th birthday and he's just had a baby. So needs the support. Fuck me. His uncle's just given birth and he's 50. That's just a whole fucking episode in its in itself. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So happy birthday, Uncle Oliver. There's a birthday message. You know, the first couple of years are hard with kids, but it gets easier. Tom Stewart, I have a schlit. It's receding badly. Should I get a hair transplant or just shave it? See, I would say, Tom, that that's more a message for joe marler rather than myself yeah that's true tom stewart if you are listening to this uh i i can see you've got a schlid uh don't worry about it. it it happens to a lot of men with high levels of testosterone look at coley for example he's a look at a very dashing handsome man bald man but that doesn't make him any weaker and it it wouldn't make me any weaker but i'm incredibly insecure and I'm, i want to get paid to have my hair transplant done so if you can get paid to have your hair done, I recommend you do it. And if you can't, just shave it and look like Dan. Tick. Goalie, you know your wife, Isabel. <laughs> that shouldn't have made me laugh so hard, but it did. So I used to love it when, <laughs> when Belle would come up. I'd try my hardest to introduce you and Belle to people. I'd go, uh, yeah, so this is Dan, Isabel. And I'd then just have like a little giggle to myself. <laughs> Anyway, I hate to break it to you now. Uh, she's been caught on Instagram tagging the Dan Richard Cole 69 account, your account run by me and one other who shall not be named, in a, a competition to win a breakaway at the Wilderness Reserve. That, you know, that posh-like place. I don't know where it is, but you see, like, Made in Chelsea there all the time. It looks incredible. Anyway... Uh, it begs the question, because she knows full well that it's run by me and a another. Does she want to take me to a wilderness reserve retreat? What the fuck? Does she know what she's doing? No, she said to me the other night, she's gone, this is competition to stay away from like, this thing. And I, I've tagged your account in it because hopefully we'll win. And then she was like, "Is Mike Bell, you full know I don't run that account. And she's like... <laughs> Oh, fuck. Mara will think I want to go with him, won't he? <laughs> oh, so we'll have to have like an arm wrestle or something to see who gets to go. Me and Bell always did get on quite well. Yeah, I remember. Um, do you remember that time? It was after the Six Nations and we had a... Bell jumped on your back, Daisy jumped on mine, and it was on the dance floor. Uh, and next thing, Daisy just poured her drink down you. That was a highlight. <laughs> cool talking of wives and girlfriends uh talk me through your your view of this wagatha christie situation because i can't fucking get enough of it i've been too engrossed in the johnny depp amber heard oh you like that one do you 
anyone that poos on a bed and says it was the dogs is brilliant. <laughs> that reminds me. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, when Nick Easter was at the club at Quinn's, he'd come in on one of his days off to get some treatment. He brought in his dog as well called Duke, this big Rottweiler. And um, he'd had some treatment and then left. And then later on that evening, there was a message that went out on the club group saying with a picture of a massive turd in the changing room. And uh, the manager had put it up like, this is unacceptable. If you're going to bring your dog in, you need to clean it up. It is disgusting. This is an absolute disgrace. And it was like aimed at Nick because he was the only bloke who brought in his dog that day. And his response was, no, 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 no. It wasn't me. No, no, no. It was not Duke. It wasn't Duke. It wasn't Duke. I saw Matt Hopper. He had, he brought his kid in with him. So, uh, so it must have been him. And it was like, what the fuck? It like straight faced, not not even like didn't bat an eyelid. He was legit. Never owned up to the fact that he's, he just let his dog take a shit in the change room and leave it. He just blamed it on a fucking four year old kid. <laughs> Sorry, I just think of this poor four year old getting fucking accused of just dropping his pants and having a shit in the change room. Yeah. I think it's important that we end this uh, shower of shit. Um, how, how do you want to end it? How do you want to end it, Decal? Um, should we end it on a high note? La! Fucking hell. Oh, we're going to have to end it on that one. Oh, no. Okay, great to see you again. Coley, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. The next episode, which is a regular episode, um, is out on Wednesday and Tom will be back and we'll be talking to a drug trafficker. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.